from the deep depth of the asylum. This is J-Bomb and Puddy. Save the planet! How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to J-Bomb and Puddy. Save the planet! J-Bomb, say Hi. hello. Say hello. Say hello. Hi. It's the J-Bomb. Ah. And it's the Puddy. Yeah, I know I can get you to do it. And we're back. Back again. Proud endorsed by Mal... Oh, let me try that again. Oh, tongue twist. There we go again. Hey, we said we were going to save the planet. We didn't say we were going to do it and speak right while we done it. That's true. That's very true. Um... Proudly endorsed by Mountain Artist Democracy, official KJX3 original podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening right now. Let's get right into this, because I'm fucking tired. If if this, and if this is a shorter episode, blame it on me this week. We do have a full listing of stuff to talk about, but oh my god, I don't know. Like today, today especially, I'm just. I think it was the heat. Just. It was very hot. It drained all my energy. So we're recording on Wednesday. It was like around 94, 93 today. Certain areas down here actually got around 98, believe it or not. Holy fuck. It was bad down here, dude. And I think Saturday, whenever this goes up, it'll cool down a little bit. But like the next week is still supposed to be up in the 90s. Like yeah. we hit September. Why is it still 90 degrees? And then it gets hot. Yeah. But luckily... But, but like, the fucked up thing is it's like 90 degrees in the day, mm-hmm. but then it's like 50 degrees at night. Yeah, it feels really good at night, and then we have to, yeah. like, boil during the day. Yeah. Yeah, we die. We die during the day. I'd like to get a lot of stuff done during the day. I don't want to go out in the freaking heat. Yeah. It's too much. I have to work that shit. It sucks. Uh, I, I'm lucky that I'm still going to school, so... Ugh. I'm out spraying houses for bugs and shit. I'm burning the fuck up. I, I don't like it. Do you take, like, a fan or something with you? I mean, I got air conditioning in the truck, thank God, but when I get out that truck and I'm power spraying somebody's house, no, I have nothing. Oh, God. Yes, I'm dying. I'm going, please, God, let me finish this house so I can get back in the truck. <laughs> uh. I don't even turn the truck off anymore. I just leave the air conditioning going and leave the truck running, and I'm like, all right, I'll be back. When I get back, it's going to be nice in here. It sounds absolutely horrible. <laughs> it's not been fun this week. <laughs> Yesterday was hot, too. Mm-hmm. It's been hot all week. Yeah. But then, like, meanwhile, a guy on my, uh, at my company um, that has a different route, which is, like, five counties over from me, uh-huh. he called me. He's like, hey, man, guess what? It's raining here. It feels great. Oh, I'm like, good. Hey, you know what? I'm like, fuck you, man. I don't like you. Fuck you. Good. Fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, I never got no damn rain today. It's bullshit. Yeah, the only rain that was coming down was the perspiration coming from my sweat glands. Exactly, yeah. <sighs> what a... What I a, didn't know my body held that much sweat. What a you know? doucher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, he's like, dude, he's like, man, the roads are really bad. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, it's 90 fucking degrees. It's almost 100 degrees. And you're bitching about the roads? He's like, yeah, man, it's storming up here. Not a cloud in the sky, I bet. There wasn't a cloud in the sky where I was at. No, not here either. Just... 
like, man, the storm was so bad. I was hydroplaning and shit. Like, I had to slow down. Oh, like, good for you. you. Like, so you got to you got to fucking have some rain to cool off, and you got to play Tokyo Drift all at the same fucking time. And you're gonna bitch at me about hydroplaning? <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, you almost lost your life, but fuck you. Yeah, but he got to have some fun on some really sharp curves. I'm betting. Yeah. Fucking guy. <laughs> ben Diesel over here getting rained on and shit. And I'm sitting over here in the fucking Sahara Desert fucking dying. <laughs> so, uh, I'm literally making soup in my pants. I don't like this. Yeah. yeah. It's got swamp ass. I'm not even trying. It's legitimately gross. Yeah, bad. It's bad. Well, speaking of not gross, um, <laughs> you missed a hell of a chow down on Sunday. I saw pictures. It was fun. I, was just, I saw you and Jedi was hanging out. We were. We were. Don't uh, talk about the podcast, any? No. I'll, I'll admit, just, just because we were so silent, like, because I was just with Jedi, and I'm still not familiar with everybody yet. Like, I talked a few times to Shane, uh, Creature. Um, yeah. And uh, to Lulu and... Um, Someone else. I can't a creature remember. actually listens to the podcast. He's the one who listens to the podcast, right? He does. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's he's actually one of our very loyal followers at the moment. Which which is good because we need those back. We lost a yeah, few got, of them. <laughs> we got one right now. Thank you. Thank creature. you. Thank you, creature. Tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> but we got, um, we got one guy watching and we'll listen to the podcast every week. Yeah. But uh. Like, I talked to him, I talked to a couple others, but most of the time I was just, like, just ta- staying to my side talking to Zach, or I was going over to Skinner and, like, playing with Maley. Playing with the baby. Oh, absolutely. Like, if I wasn't I mean, doing one thing, I was doing the other. From the pictures I've seen, it looked like, I mean, y'all were having a blast, and most of all, it looked like a, a it looked like a family gathering. It really well, did. Just there a, was people smiling and laughing and just having a good fucking time. Just a big ass family meeting. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like my OD party the week before. Yeah, only, yeah. Uh, only it was probably more family friendly in comparison to your yeah. OD party. <laughs> yeah, there was no alcohol and, and people getting really drunk. No, people, well, some some of them might have a couple drinks, but I didn't get anything. There wasn't nobody with their head in my toilet. Right. Yeah. It was. It was normal for a good old Sunday dinner. Yeah. Dude, plus whiskey taco was really good. I'd never been there. Always wanted to go. But no. Okay. When I say always, I mean like it's in my top ten of places uh-huh. I'd want to go around here. But it wasn't like the top one. So I was like, yeah, I can wait. But I would like to go there one day. I'm glad I got to go Saturday or Saturday Sunday. It was relatively good. Like, I gotta ask. I, I seen pictures of like the luchador shit and mm-hmm. stuff. What what's up with all that? Uh, I don't know. It's like big ass luchador statue outside and stuff. I I have no idea. It's just their theme, the whiskey taco thing. I, I don't know. I I know, I know they just have that statue, and they were joking about how it was still not as tall as um one of the other guys Blackbeard. in our group. Blackbeard. Yep, that was it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blackbeard is, Blackbeard is a fucking giant. He, he called me out today 
on the club chat. Uh-huh. It said something about I smell little people. Hi, J Bomb. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, but now that you're talking about you smelled me, now I'm picturing you going running around going B five bo bum. I smelled J Bomb. You know. That's fucking great. That was super tall. He's really tall, and God, he got you good. <laughs> I, well, I've seen him. Uh, one of the shows I came up to uh, in Charleston a couple of months back, he was there. Mm-hmm. And when I walked up to him, he pulled out a giant lollipop to give to me, <laughs> so I could be a part of the lollipop deal. He actually gave he gave me one, and he gave Weebles one, and said, "Here y'all go." And I was like, "You know what? I'm not only going to keep it, this motherfucker, but I'm going to eat it too." Speaking of Weebles and Breeder, um, they their food again. More members of Mad. I know this is really inside, but that's just that's their nickname. Sorry for anybody that's like give everybody a, a little sneak peek inside. Not yeah, just box. getting a little bit of an inside scoop, as yeah. they say. But uh, learn about the family, you know. Speaking of Breeder and Weebles, one thing that they got, of course, they got their kids like little cheese quesadillas. But I'm talking about what they got. There was this huge amount of food, and it looked like it was inside a fucking little black cauldron. Really? Yeah. When they brought that out there, it was sizzling and everything, and I and I just look over. I'm just like, are they making potions? <laughs> are they making Mexican style potions? What's going on with this? But uh, it looked amazing. Coming to a craft meeting. This is a Wicca circle, ain't it? The only problem I have with Whiskey Taco, but it's not even a bad problem, it's just a me being poor problem, is how Uh, much they are. They're a little bit pricey. Are they pricey? They're good, and, you know, if I was better financially right now, I'd say, yeah, that makes sense why they're that much. But right now, where I need the money, it's like, like, their regular dishes were like 10 bucks. But it was good food. Like I didn't. No, I mean, like if you if you had the money, and you could just throw money away, would you eat there often? Not often, no. Not often. But I the would... tacos were good. The tacos were really good. Well, to to be fair, I'm a really cheap eater, anyways. Like, I'm happy with the one dollar tacos from Burger King. All jokes aside, like they're not great. But if you said, hey. You want a dollar taco from Burger King? I'll be like, yeah, give me three. <laughs> and I'll be happy with it. And that's three bucks that I spent, and it doesn't taste great, but hey, I, I'm satisfied. It's somewhat of a taco. Like, I ate some food today, so yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I, I'm completely pleased whenever I just get, like, dollar chicken sandwiches from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. I'm completely satisfied with that. So whenever someone offers me to go to a place like this, I'm just like, are you sure? <laughs> How much can I spend? <laughs> because Do I don't. Because I don't want to like overdo it. And I'm just like, uh, oh, but I'm hungry, and this sounds good. But... Anyway. How did y'all split the tab up anyway? Was it? I mean, was it just Mad paid for it, or or was like um, each of got their own tab, or I mean. From what okay. I was looking at, it seemed like different groups of people were getting their own tabs. Like, if you were a couple or if you had kids and stuff, um, gotcha. getting tabs. I think that's how they did it. I don't think there was one big old group tab. Gotcha. Um, 
and I and I really gotta thank Skinner because of how I'm talking about my financial situation right now. Uh, he actually paid for me, and I will pay you back, Skinner, eventually. So thank you for my dinner. Um, that was really cool of you. Thank you, Skinner, for paying everybody some more food. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that. And I was able to give him my shirt and my patches, so eventually I will actually have patches on a black shirt. Nice. Well, I actually, I have a vest and some patches that were given to me by one of my crew members, Keeper, and I have to get them sewed on before the twenty eighth. I'll be I'll be honest with you, and this might upset people in the Mad family, which I'm perfectly okay with. But I will preference it by saying I like to be different. Okay. We all I, do. Yeah, I don't really like vests. You don't have to wear vests. Right. Yeah, I don't really like vests. I don't really like cuts and stuff like that. So yeah. whenever Uncle Sean said, "Well, you can just put on a black T-shirt," I'm just like, "Okay, it's fine yeah. with me." So I found a black T-shirt and it has like a little pocket on the side there. And I was thinking, put the Mad logo on the pocket and then put P- uh, Putty and Hillbilly Crew on the other side, and I'll be a happy camper and I'll wear it proudly wherever, just about wherever I go. So that will like me. Uh, you've you've seen mine. I do have a vest. Yes, yes, you do. You it's have tact- a vest loaded with cuts. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a tactical vest though, mm-hmm. because when I joined. Um, you know, Travis Phillips, who's in, in the crew with me and a member that's not with the crew with any, with Matt anymore because his life's already hectic fucking up. Yeah. But it's my two best friends. We were called the shield of Matt. Mm-hmm. So we all went with tactical vests, kind of keep that shield thing. Now I'm actually going to order me a bowling shirt and order a new set of patches to put on a bowling shirt. You're going to put patches on a bowling shirt? Mm-hmm. That sounds a little interesting and a little weird. Well, see, uh, I'm going to kind of go with the the Charlie Sheen from Two and a Half Men kind of bowling shirts, you know? Uh Uh-huh. But um, I don't know if you've seen a couple months ago, our crew, we actually had a mad bowling tournament. We went to the bowling. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, and I am actually the mad bowling champion at this moment. Oh, rub it in. I I won that tournament. I got a belt. Rub it the fuck in, J-Bomb. Yeah, I got a mad bowling championship <laughs> belt, damn it. Travis paid. But uh, I told him, I said, if I get me a bowling shirt, I don't know how many of our listeners have ever watched The Simpsons or if you've ever watched The Simpsons. I have definitely watched The Simpsons. Okay, so you remember Homer and them, they had the, the pen pals. Mm-hmm. It was bowl. Yep. I told him, if I get me a bowling shirt, I'm going to try to find me a big-ass pen pals patch to put on the back of just for the fuck of it because I love The Simpsons and because that would just be fucking hilarious that would be extremely funny and I demand this to happen post haste yes I agree <laughs> as soon as my poor ass can buy a bowling shirt it's on like Donkey Kong uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen like, uh, you know, oh sorry go ahead is yours going on is yours going on like an actual t-shirt just like a normal t-shirt yeah just a normal black t-shirt that has a little pocket on the side nice yeah. So. Now, like one of my one of my crew members, uh, Hot Rod, uh, Michael Gibson, uh, he's a mechanic. He works he works at a garage all day long. Mm-hmm. His actually is a mechanic shirt. It's got a big Pennzoil logo on the back of it. It's a button up mechanic shirt, and he brought that to me with his patches, and that's what his patches are actually on. Can someone Both, uh, just put get like a big old poncho 
and just put patches on them, please? You can. I mean, this Watch needs it. to happen. Like, someone please just be like, all right, I'll, I'll get, like, the wackiest thing I can possibly find and put my patches on it where any time we have a meet, any time we have any kind of get together or meeting or something like that. So like, um, what can we, what stupid funny stuff we could put patches on? Um, I thought of something crazy earlier. Actually, I thought of it today. Uh huh. Wouldn't it be hilarious and cool at the same time? If some damn member pulled a Chris Jericho and got them a scarf and put the patches on that, you put the patches on the scarf. I would love you forever. And then the scarf just drapes across where the patches are supposed to be anyway. That would be fucking great. <laughs> that that would be cool, but I'm talking like super duper crazy. Like I don't know. Um a sombrero. Nice. Or um I know one member almost put his on a reflective vest from where he works as a uh, on a road crew. A pair of really yeah. tight yoga pants. <laughs> Like, yeah, that don't work. You got to have it up on the chest. You know, there is that patch that has to go across the heart. That's fair. That's fa- that's yeah. very fair. I, Let's I, go with, like, a, a very tight workout shirt. How about a bra? <laughs> Actually, I brought that up months ago. I was like, why well, somebody just want to put one on a bra? Walking <laughs> <laughs> so well, around wearing the fucking bra, you know? Or a bikini, because bikinis are normal for the outside, wor- the outside world, but bras are not. Agree. Yeah, I that, never, I never understood how that works. I don't either, because bikinis show more bras ever do. They do. It's like whenever yeah. a a woman's in a bra, they're like, "Eh, get away from me! Don't, don't, don't look at me!" Yeah. But in a fucking a bikini top, they're like, yeah. "Look at me! Notice barely me! Stare covered, at me!" Yeah. You got a bikini top that barely covers your nipples, and you're like, "Hi, how's everybody doing?" How the fuck does that make sense? It don't. It don't make sense. <laughs> I think it Maybe has to. One day we'll have our first ever female member on here, and we can ask her that. Uh, don't look that much into it. <laughs> no, I don't well, see too many females wanting to do a podcast with us. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> let's, face it, let's face it. I'm no Chris Hemsworth. And, you know, you're no George Clooney. No, it's unfortunate. Really, it is. Yeah. Speaking of unfortunate events, um, I don't know. Do we want to talk about? The next thing now, do you want to talk about Matt yep. a little more? Because I don't want to get sad just yet, but I do want to talk about uh, what today is. Well, I mean, I love talking about Matt. I do. Uh-huh. Um, we, we do so much fun shit, and, and we're, we are a big family, and we, we have a blast together. And, and what we're doing, what we're trying to do is a good thing. But also, um, not all of our listeners may be Matt members. Yeah. So maybe we can we can move on to the next thing, and I'll just before we do, I'll say um, by the way, you guys have heard us talk about Mad. Um, what we do, if you have any interest in in joining up, definitely hit us up. Um, you know, like we always talk about, you can find us on Facebook, Mountain Arts Democracy, um, and 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 check us out, see what you what you think about us. Maybe you could be a part of the big family. We are all one big happy loving family, no matter what. I think you'd Indeed. love this group. So, think about it. If you have any con- if you have any interest, go to what he talked about on Facebook Air. Talk to President Skinner, my uncle, and we'll get you going. Yeah. So, if you have any interest in the arts or music or or any of that shit, where where you need to be at. So, I'm going to go ahead and bring it up now. 
just because I don't want to be a 100% Debbie Downer, but we'll talk about it since it is today. Um, today is 9-11, um, Patriot Day, if for anybody, which I didn't know about that it was actually called Patriot Day for years. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. Or it, if it's not Patriot Day, it's something like that. Because really? the only thing I think about is whenever it hits this, it's just like nine one one. Yeah, nine eleven, and yeah. uh, of course we're talking about it on September the eleventh. But the podcast will be on September the fourteenth. Yeah, uh, yeah, September fourteenth. So we're just going to talk about it briefly because the day has passed by the time you all are hearing about it. But this is the eighteenth year anniversary of September eleventh, and. The the mere fact to me that there are now people that can vote that ha- that are born after this day that can vote is just mind boggling. Yeah, eighteen years. Actually, like, this is this is a good thing. We're we're talking about September 11. Maybe we can maybe touch on what we were. Do you remember what you was doing on September 11th? I, because I am a young, young boy, I was in second grade. Um, wow. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. But, Keep like, <laughs> I, I was youngin', and I was, there's few things I remember from that time, I'll say that, but I, I can't not remember this. So we're just sitting in the desk in second grade doing our work or whatever. Don't remember what the work is. Don't really care anymore at this point. And I remember that the faculty or one of the helpers or aides or whatever that was at the school came in and told our second grade teacher to turn on the TV that something was going on. And a little bit of time passes. And then I just remember watching the TV and seeing the towers smoking and like, I didn't understand what was going on, but I understood enough to know that something bad was going on. And so I yeah, noticed that. Happened. Yeah. And so I noticed that and I look over and something that I'll, I'll always remember is just seeing my second day, second grade teacher just weeping, just tearing up and just so sad. And it hit me just like, this is, this is crazy. I don't know what it is. Again, too young to really comprehend but it's crazy what's going on. After that, I don't know what I did that day. I don't know what I did the weeks and months afterwards. And I've def I definitely go back at least once, twice a year. Ever since then, and look back on footage and listen to different um, radio broadcasts and uh, news broadcasts and stuff that happened on that day. It, it it's a crazy historical thing that happened while I was here on this planet. Yeah, I, I just, and the fact that we were watching it live whenever I was in second grade, I'll never forget those moments. Even though I don't remember anything after that, directly after that, or anything else about the day other than just seeing those moments. But those will always be pierced in my memory. Um, mine was my my September eleventh, eighteen years ago was a bit different. Uh, you you said you was in what second grade? Yes, yes, sir. I remember. I am uh, the youngin. Yes, I was. I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Um, and I remember. I remember very graphically, actually. I, I at that time, I was I was a hippie stoner kid that didn't care about going to school, 
And actually, that day, I, I, I didn't go to school. I stayed home. Mm-hmm. Um, I laid around, and my aunt called me, and she said, uh, did you see on the news what happened? And I said, what are you talking about? She said, apparently a plane crashed into some really famous building. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And now, I will go ahead and let you guys know, my aunt has lived in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Like, I'm talking away from civilization. Basically, Don't know what the fuck is going on. Basically, it's crazy that she knows this information before you got it. Well, the, the that's what I'm saying is she didn't know what building it was. Yeah. Oh. She didn't even really care where it was or anything like that. She's like, but apparently it's all over the news. Some plane crashed into some building. I said, well, okay, well, I turned on the news. Well, when I turned on the news is actually when the uh, about five minutes after I turned on the news is actually when the second plane hit. I was hoping you wouldn't say that. I'd been watching for five minutes, going, "Holy fuck, what the hell just happened?" That plane hit one of the towers, and then five minutes later, a second plane hit the other tower. And when it did, I shut down, and I just stopped, and I said, "Holy shit, this is this is not an accident. This shit's on purpose." Yep. And I called my best friend. I asked him what he was doing. He's like, I'm sitting at the house watching the news and watching this crazy shit. And I was like, okay, well, can I ride up? As soon as I rode up and got up there to his house, that's when the Pentagon got hit. And I was like, what in the hell is going on? I was old. You know, I was, I was 16 years old. I was old enough to know something was wrong. Yes. And then, you know, the, the plane in Pennsylvania hit and, you know, for, for somebody my age at that time when it was happening, a lot of people that was older than me, uh, you know, we all thought we was under attack. We, you know, we got paranoid about what was going to fucking happen next, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, that was that was a scary day I'll, I won't forget. I, I mean, I, I've been around long enough to, to remember some crazy shit, but that was definitely the, the top on my list. I can't. Obviously, I can't imagine how it would have been like being a teenager because I was only in second grade. But just yeah. imagining like having the sense of knowing just a little bit more than what I would have known. Yeah. I couldn't imagine uh, being there with 9-11 happening. I mean, I would be pan- – I would be – I thought I get panicked in like situations where there's a bunch of people around. If something like that was legitimately happening, I thought that the apocalypse would hit. We I, were, I mean, I w- myself, I was worried as shit. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I done watched two planes crash into the towers. I watched a plane hit the, the Pentagon. I watched a plane crash land in Pennsylvania. I was expecting a plane to hit the damn ground anywhere. Yeah. We all, at that time, you know, a lot of people just didn't feel like they were safe no matter where the hell they were standing. And 2001 was definitely a different time compared to how it is now. Um, Yeah. I go back and I always listen to Howard Stern's um, broadcast of of what happened during 9-11. Because unlike the regular news, like, news outlets had to be professional about it. Because they're news. They're supposed to be talking about what's going on and not having biased opinions. Yeah. Howard Stern was live whenever that happened. I don't know of any other radio people that were live. I would love to find their um love to find some that would have been live during while that happened and was watching it, but he was the definitely the biggest one that was live and was watching it. And yeah, it 
very different to how people are nowadays when it comes to blaming people and saying this, that, and the other thing. But the thing about it that made it so interesting and that still interests me is just how real it was. They honestly really thought that this place was fucked. And honestly, we were. We were fucked on September 11th, 2001. It was horrible. We, We were absolutely fucked. I mean, I'm sure you're not old enough to remember the the weeks and the weeks of, of you know firefighters trying to go in and pull people out and, and the cleanup and no, and I I don't remember that. that was awesome. I mean, uh, I I seen it last night and you know I see it all every year, but over three thousand people died that day. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And there was so much misinformation that day too, like throughout the broadcast of his show. They were saying that the White House had been hit, that um, a third plane had hit the buildings, which caused it to collapse. There was so much confusion and so much misinformation and stuff. It was just, it was a crazy time. I couldn't imagine. I mean, that's what happens when people panic. Yeah. Panic, you get confused, you get scared, you freak out, you get paranoid. And that was, that was everybody in the United States 18 years ago. And to anybody that says that um, we're forgetting about 9-11, I don't – I just have an opinion on that. Um, I don't think we're forgetting about 9-11. How can you forget no. about something like that? No. I think we have finally started moving on the best yeah. we possibly can. And unfortunately, but I mean – Go ahead, if sorry. you're somebody, if you're somebody that was my age at the time, I was a teenager, and that's that. That's one of those those events in your life you you're never going to forget. Right, and I'll I'll never forget it being as young as I was. I'll never forget yeah. that. I can't I can't process it the same way, unfortunately. But I'll never forget it. Well, I mean, that's like I remember my dad telling me stories when I was a kid about how he remembers when he was a little kid. Um, John F. Kennedy got shot. Mm-hmm. He remembers sitting with his dad and and watching that and Kennedy getting killed. You know, and that here he was, he was, you know, he was very young. He he was five six years old, and here he is. I'm I'm a kid, and he's telling me the story. Mm-hmm. The the people that were around for September 11th will never forget it. No, ever. That that is our JFK assassination right there. It is, yeah. I mean, and, you know, like the Space Shuttle Challenger exploding. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the Space Shuttle, I can't remember which one it was, that exploded when I was in high school. But I'll never, you know, I'll never forget sitting in class and us watching the ship take off and then boom, it blew up. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was scary. You know, there's, there's those certain moments in your life that and no matter what, you're never going to forget it. No. So that's our talk about 9/11. Um legit we'll never forget. It's impossible never. I think to to 100% forget about it. Oh yeah. And uh I don't have a good segue out of this. So let's just <laughs> let's just pause for a second, collect our bearings. Take a take a moment of silence for for September 11th. Get our shit together. And we'll come back to you here in now. just a minute.
So, we have something that J-Bomb is going to be doing here that a lot of people are excited about, honestly. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I forgot that was in our list of shit to do. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Good job, fry boy. But they, he, he said my name, and I'm like, wait a minute, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Good job, fry boy. Yeah, man. I had to repeat uh, my joke. So, he's got a Halloween countdown that he did last year that he's going to bring back. You want to talk about it? Sure. Um, actually, last year was the second year I'd done that. Uh, this year I'll make three. I haven't told anybody yet that I'm doing it. Uh, I kind of made a post about it last week on Facebook asking who all would like for me to do it again. And, like, that post got blew the hell up. So, I guess I have to do it. Uh, <laughs> I've been told by one one person that it's a damn yearly tradition they look forward. Now, to be yeah. fair, so you can be to a total it. heel um, and so yeah. not do it. You could absolutely you could absolutely but, go that direction just be like, "Fuck you. I ain't doing shit for you." Fuck you. I ain't doing no fucking countdown. Fuck all y'all. No, it's but, Halloween. It's my favorite time of year. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, there is a there is a reason why we do this podcast. I like to make people Oh, you're too sweet. Why are you my I'm co-host? Big, I'm a big old salty. Um, no, no, that's exactly why you're my co-host. Because you big old salty little pretty dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm that was sure. really weird. Uh, yeah, uh, it was kind of... Freaking... Um, but anyway. Uh, but yeah, um, every every uh, year I do a Halloween countdown. Um, starting October 1st, ending October 31st of the best Halloween horror suspense characters of all time. And all I do is I just ask everybody that, uh, that want to participate. All they do is private message me their top five picks, your top five favorite characters from Halloween horror suspense movies. Um, and I put them in a list, I tally them up. And from October 1st to October 31st, we do a, a countdown on, on who's the best. Um, last year, our winner was Jason Voorhees, of course. Um, and, and second place was actually Jigsaw, which actually I really liked. Uh, I liked seeing a modern character brought into the big list like that. Uh, the year before, it actually was a tie between Freddy and Jason, which was really cool. I kind of just gave October 30th and October 31st to the the kings of Halloween, the kings of horror. And I let them, I let Freddie and Jason fight it out one more time. Um, but what I do is, is during that month, whatever character won that day, I just provide these goofy little geeky facts you may not have known about the character or the movie franchise. And, and it's just something fun gets you in the mood for Halloween. Um, but... I will start up getting everybody's votes back on Saturday when this is uploaded. I will let everybody know that I am doing a countdown again. And if you want to give me your votes, give them to me. I'll, I'll put them in, and we'll we'll see who wins this year. I'll go ahead and give you mine, but I only oh. have three. You got to pick five, man. I don't want to pick five because, honestly, like I feel like because I don't want to watch those slasher movies. Okay, so Slash you just want to give me, huh? You just want to give me three then. I just want to give you three because I'm not a huge fan of wanting to watch Freddy or Jason, honestly. Okay, uh, your uh, your uncle Skinner's actually terrified of Freddy. No, oh, he's a little pussy. What can I say? 
Despair Death Freddy Krueger. Love you, Uncle Skinner. Love you, Skinner, but Love yeah, Skinner. you're a bit of a pussy when it comes to that. PC. I mean, come on. PC. Anyway, so yeah. my three that I'm going to mention, no particular okay. order, just three that I really like. Um, I don't want them in three. Huh? You cut out there, sir. I don't want them in order anyway, because they're just going in. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't want them in order. So, I liked it, the new the new movie, chapter one. So, so Pennywise. Yeah, Pennywise. Okay. Now, they okay. So maybe I'm a little um, a little bit not understanding. It's just characters. Yes, it's characters. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it's not picking a movie. It's picking a character. So I mean, you could even pick a good guy character from a movie. I don't give a shit. Well, then like okay, somebody. I still have my characters then. Like last year, I had three characters from uh, the series The Walking Dead, and you know, two of them were were good guy characters, and one of them was a dickhead. So, it it's just characters. Then okay, then I got my, uh, I still got my, I still got my three. Then so number one is Pennywise. Number two, okay. again, no particular order, is uh, Jack Torrance. Jack Torrance was uh, actually brought in on the list last year for mm-hmm. the first time. I like and Jack. The third one, which may not be a lot of people's. Um, Automatic thought of horror, but it is because it's psychological. Jacob Singer from right. Jacob's Ladder. I like that. Mm-hmm. That is the first time anybody has ever picked that, and I'm I hope to God he makes the damn countdown because I would like to see that. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Since you're announcing your three, I will go ahead and pick my five. Okay. And I will go ahead and put Jacob Singer in there just to hope to God he makes the cut. Jacob's Ladder is so good. Damn good movie. It's amazing. Now, every year I do elect Jigsaw, so he's mm-hmm. got a good one. I That's fair. Um, I always pick Jason because so, well, if it, with horror fans, you're either picking Jason or Freddy, and I think Freddy's a bitch. So I'm going to go with Jason. Um, I always have to pick my, my all-time favorite, Mr. Ash Williams. From the Evil Dead, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a huge I'm a huge Bruce Campbell nut. <laughs> Bruce Campbell's great. Uh, have you watched any of that stuff? They're great. Honestly, I have not. No, you've not watched Evil Dead or uh, Army. No, of no, Evil Dead. I have. Yes, Evil he's Dead. Got, he's got a chainsaw for a hand. I mean, that's just badass. You got a chainsaw on one hand, and and you're holding a, a 12 gauge double barrel on the other. So yeah. You're bad. I'm trying to remember. Like we watched, I believe we watched Evil Dead for our horror and fantasy class. Oh, really? That's yeah. Cool. And, but I don't remember it. And like, then my 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 number five pick. I always pick him every year because I like to see him kind of get into the countdown. Is the one and only Dexter Morgan from the show Dexter. Mm. You ever watch Dexter? No. You should check it out. It's not really horror. He's a he's a serial killer. Mm-hmm. But he only kills people that fit his list, which are people that kill or rape or anything like that. Like he was raised by a, a detective, and he taught him rules on who he should kill. So it's a really cool show. You're not the only person here in my group of friends that I absolutely love that 
have talked about Dexter and maybe I should finally just I, I think I will eventually sit down and watch some but here's the thing when it, to me anymore I don't like sitting down and watching TV shows mm. like if it's a good movie I, I'll watch it if it's like two three hours I'll watch it I don't know why uh-huh. I couldn't watch the good uh, the Godfather though. That was just too too long and too um not interesting to me. I like the first Godfather, the rest can kiss my ass. So, like if it's a movie that that's that that's that long, fine. Whatever. I don't want to get invested in a TV show again. I think it really has a lot to do with Doctor Who. Ah, because I got extremely invested in Doctor Who when I finally started watching it. Whenever Dad said, watch Doctor Who, be like, no. And then he kept pounding me. I'm like, okay. Then I liked it way too much. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, you start on Dexter and it's one of those, uh, I'll tell you right now, it's eight seasons, so you got plenty to watch. Mm -hmm. So if you really get into it, great. You got plenty to watch. But, like, um, one of my favorite actors of all time is um, John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. You know John Lithgow, right? I'm gonna say yes, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he was in you know, Harry and the Hendersons, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, I know who he is. Mm-hmm. Great, he was actually at the New Pet Cemetery. Great actor. One of my was he? Actors. Yeah, he's in the New Pet Cemetery. He plays. Um, did you watch the original Pet Cemetery? No. Well, I'm so good plays, at this game, J Bum. Yeah, he plays Fred Gwynn's character from the original Pet Cemetery. He's the the old dude that lives across the road. You know, shows the dad where the Pet Cemetery is, but uh, whatever. Uh, but anyway, yeah, John Lithgow is actually one of the the big serial killers that's on the Dexter series, mm-hmm. um, and he causes a whole lot of shit. <laughs> but I mean, th- this show is it's it's like the first episode. Of the entire show starts with him kidnapping a guy, and you're like, oh, okay, this guy's total dickhead. He just kidnapped this really nice guy, and he's going to kill him. Well, it turned out this this really nice guy was actually uh, molesting children. Oh. But he was pretending to be, I think it was like a scout leader or some shit. Mm-hmm. And Dexter figured him out, brought him in, wiped him out. So, yeah, that's what he does. He, he investigates people like a detective. He actually works for uh, the Miami Metro Police Department. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a blood spatter analyst. That's what it is. He and, is a bad guy, but is actually a good guy. Yeah, he's he's the he's the total, uh, you know, anti-hero. Like, right. Punk, you know? yeah. He finds dickheads that need to be taken out, and he, he takes them out. So, yeah, Dexter is really cool. It's just, it's a really psychological show. Um, based on a book, actually. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, if you, you want to check it out, you, you totally should check it out. I probably will. I probably... It will probably be one of those things where I'm finally just like, fuck it, I'll watch it. Because I, I'm like that a lot whenever I'm just like, I don't particularly want to, but I have to know what the big deal is. Honestly, yeah. that's what made me finally watch Star Wars. Nice, yeah. Because yeah, I, mean, I was the big like... The thing with Dexter is, like I said, you know... I get five picks, and I'm a huge horror fan. I love horror movies. I love mm-hmm. all. I love the entire horror, sus- horror suspense genre. But yet, Dexter made my top five. I have to ask, Evil Dead. That was the one where they're in the mall, correct? 
No. Okay. That's Dawn of the Dead. Uh, okay, my bad. Not seen Evil Dead then. Evil and if Dead I have, is, I don't remember. Evil Dead is a group of, uh, it's it's made by <laughs> Sam Raimi, the same guy that made Spider-Man. Yeah. The, the original Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Oh. Uh, yeah, Sam Raimi made these movies back in the 80s. He made two of them. There was Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Um, and it kind of concentrates around a character named Ash Williams that's played by Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically like, you ever heard of the Book of the Dead? The Nepro- Necronomicon? Yes. It's about <laughs> some teenagers going to a cabin for a good time, and they find that book, and they open it, and one of them reads from the book, and the dead come alive. Oh, my dude. Fucking with them. Yeah. Um, and then they made Army of Darkness, which was actually not really, in my my opinion, a horror movie. It was a fucking comedy. <laughs> it, was, it was the character of Ash, but somehow he went through time and ended up back in, like, King Arthur's time. And the the dead are alive there, too, because somebody read from the book, so he's trying to help them kill them all out. But then Stars uh, actually made a show called Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, mm. It lasted for, I think, three seasons. And and it was it was fucking hilarious. It, it is a horror show, but it's it's one of those horrors that it's not those jump out moments that you hate. Yeah. I know you hate them, buddy. I fucking hate jump it's, scares. It's They're... more of it's more of a comical horror. It's mm-hmm. over the top. Uh, it, it's over the top makeup effects. It's it's over the top acting. It's it's more hilarious and funnier than shit. Like, Evil Dead 2 back in the 80s, he looked up and there was a deer head on the wall that was giggling at him. Well, was no, that shit like that just makes me want to watch it more now. Oh, it was, it, you got to watch them, dude. They're not horror. They're not really scary. They were meant to be scary, but they ended up being funny as fuck. <laughs> well, good. I mean, the main character, Ash Williams, his hand got infected by a, a, a deadite, as they're called. Uh-huh. So he took a... Uh, a chainsaw and cut his hand off so it wouldn't affect his whole body. And then since he had his hand cut off, he went ahead and attached that chainsaw to his hand. So he's got one arm that's got a chainsaw hanging off of it and he's carrying around a 12-gauge shotgun. I mean, that's just cool. (laughs) I don't know why, but just hearing about that just makes me, for some reason, reminds me of the game Lollipop Chainsaw where you play as a fucking cheerleader with a chainsaw. Yeah. It was actually they made an Evil Dead game. You may remember it was called Fistful of Boomstick. That I don't remember that. Like you ran around going through time, like you was in the Civil War and you was running around, and you was like medieval times running around, and you had a chainsaw for hand and and holding the twelve gauge. I'm really surprised because I've been get, I've been hearing this a lot lately. I've been thinking about it some more. I play a lot more video games than I watch movies, mm. and I'm really surprised I don't know that because I know a lot of video games. Now, movies, I'm not surprised I don't know a lot about those because as I know how to... Okay, so I've been going through... I'll just tell you a little bit more personal stuff because, you know, I like opening up, whatever, but oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been going through some stuff just talking about through my professors and stuff, just like, you know, I hate when people say... You're a filmmaker, but you don't watch movies. Oh. It's like, I don't watch certain movies because I don't want to. I don't have a particular interest. I have to be willing and interested to watch it. That's why there's so much I haven't watched, because I don't have interest in watching them. 
You have to be committed to the cause. Just because I don't watch these movies that people see as classics doesn't mean that I don't know how to construct a movie. Yeah. Exactly. Doesn't mean I don't know framing, doesn't mean I don't know lighting, composition, editing, whatever. I know how to construct all, a movie. You don't know how to it doesn't most of all it doesn't mean you don't know how to tell a story. Correct. And I'm getting so sick and tired of that being like people saying, Oh, you don't you haven't watched this, you haven't watched this, you're not a real filmmaker. Um, yes I am. Yeah. I'm a real filmmaker just as much as you think you are. Yeah. Because because you've watched thousands of movies. Yeah. Whoopty fucking do, make one. I can actually make one, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. You, now you, I will say though, before I close, before we forget about Evil Dead, because mm-hmm. I know you're a big Sam Raimi Spider Man fan. I do like me some Sam Raimi Spider Man. Um, the popularity and and the way Sam Raimi felt about Evil Dead and Army of Darkness is the reason why he gave Bruce Campbell a cameo appearance in every Spider-Man movie there was. Well, you know. That's just... Bruce Campbell was Bruce Campbell was Ash Williams in the Evil Dead and Army of Darkness movie. Mm-hmm. And he loved Bruce Campbell so much that he did give him a cameo appearance in every Spider-Man movie there was. Uh, in the first Spider-Man movie, he was uh, the wrestling announcer. Mm-hmm. Um, in the second one, I think he was he worked at a hotel. I can't remember what he was in the third one, but yeah, Bruce Campbell actually made it into every Sam, almost every Sam Raimi movie he ever made. Was he a reporter? No. No. No, I don't think he was a reporter. No, he wasn't. Huh. But yes, Bruce Campbell and the Evil Dead series meant so much to Sam Raimi that he couldn't, he couldn't let Bruce Campbell be forgotten. So, like, almost every movie Sam Raimi made, he put Bruce Campbell somewhere in it. Well, I'm not surprised. So yeah, that, that's 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 how kick-ass Evil Dead is. So yeah, you gotta check them out. Like I said, they're not those scary uh, kind of movies that jump out and try to freak you out. Most of the time, you end up giggling your ass off. Evil Dead, I'll definitely look up. I will say, don't watch the Evil Dead remake. Uh huh. Because there's nothing funny about that one. <laughs> is it, that is one's it about. Some... No, it's good, but it ain't something you want to watch. You know, it's. It's at I mean, the same cabin that they go to. It's about some girl that's addicted to to, to drugs, so they take her out to this cabin to make her rehab. Uh, make a quick cold turkey. But she goes running off and stumbles across these demons because some dickhead in the cabin read the book. Oh my god, fucking boring. No, it got brutal uh, and fucked up. Uh, in that movie, there's a guy that takes a nail gun to the face. Uh, it got gruesome. There's a chick that takes a uh, a meat cutter and cuts her own arm off in it. Are it, there, it I mean, I'm not. I'm okay with those movies, but if there's multitude of jump scares, fuck that. That's the not only kind of horror. That's the only kind of horror movies I don't like are jump scary movies. Whenever there's that's one thing I'll, that's one thing I'll give Sam Cray, uh, Sam Raimi credit on is that he didn't go for the jump scares. He went for trying to make something look so fucked up visually that he didn't need to jump scare you to make you uncomfortable. Oh, good. Yeah, he just went with weird, fucked up, sick-ass images. Going back to Jacob's Ladder, they're remaking Mm. that movie. Really? Yes, it's coming out this year. 
Now who's going to play Jacob? I don't know his name. I had it up on Google here a minute ago. Don't have it up right now. Um, But yeah, they're remaking that movie. I'm telling you one thing. They, I feel like they're going to miss the mark so much because they're they're going to add jump scares. Yeah. Well, I mean, usually with remakes, they miss the mark anyway. uh, Michael Eli... Ellie, E-A-L-Y. I can't pronounce it for some reason. It's a short yeah. name, but I can't pronounce it. Yeah. How do you spell it again? E-A-L-Y. Uh, I'd say Ely. Yeah. yeah. It's apparently... It's, okay, so this gives me good hope. IMDB currently gives it a 3.1 out of 10. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 5%. Oh, God. And Metacritic a 31%. Wow. So. You I'm, might as well have been Battlefield Earth back in the 90s. What a shock. It didn't do good compared to the original Jacob's Ladder. Who would have guessed? Well, I mean, the original Jacob's Ladder is unbeatable. That'd be like saying that, you know, we could just go ahead and, and redo The Shining. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. But I did see that uh, there is a new uh, thing coming out that's supposed to take place after The Shining. Have you read about that? I have not. Um, yeah, it's 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 a seek it's it's a sequel to The Shining. Um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Actually, give me a second, and I'll be able to find it. There, are they going to have anybody from the original cast of The Shining? No, 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 no. It, mm. It's. I but, think it takes place at the same hotel. Okay. Well then. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's it. It's called. Uh, it's called Doctor Sleep. Uh, Red Rum. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I believe it has Ewan McGregor in it. Really. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that's. Oh wait a minute. Damn. I, I dropped out of the description here. But I mean, you know. Honestly, sometimes it'd be better instead of doing a remake, mm-hmm. do a, do a prequel or do a, a sequel to it. Yeah, you because know, you remake film. these popular favorite movies, fan favorites. Nine times out of ten, they're just going to come up bad. And Jacob's Ladder, I can one hundred percent tell you, without even watching it so far, I bet you five bucks that the reason why it wasn't scary is because they completely missed the point of the movie. Yeah. To okay, not... so here's the, yeah, here's the description for Dr. Sleep. It says, years after The Shining, Dan Torrance meets a young girl with similar powers as his and tries to protect her from a cult that preys on children uh, with powers to remain immortal. Uh, shows a release date. As uh, November 8th, 2019, and it does have Ewan McGregor and uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Well, I'm definitely intrigued. The picture that it shows is actually a picture of Ewan McGregor looking through the gap in the doorway from where the, you know, the axe with Jack Nicholson tearing the door apart with the whole here's Johnny. (laughs) It's a picture of the door looking like that, and it shows a picture of Ewan McGregor behind Oh, so what you're saying is they don't know how to do something original. Huh. No. It's, 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 like that's, it's like that's Hollywood in 2019. Yeah, who the hell does nowadays? That's, that's why we live, and I will say right now, I'm a huge comic book geek. 
but that's why we live in a world where our best movies are comic book movies. Speaking of that, great segue, by the way, because <laughs> we talked about this prior, and I think this could lead into a debate here. Yes. Holy fucking shit. So, J-Bomb over recently over the weekend went with his kids to see the new Aladdin movie. Now, what did you think of it? Well, no, we watched it. It was recently uh, released on DVD. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it had yeah. been so soon Like that it was released. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was released in theaters months ago. Yeah, um, but yeah, me and, me and my kids did sit down and watch the, the new Aladdin, um, you know, with, with Will Smith as the genie. And I know me and you are going to fight about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to fight. Sure are. I can't wait. <laughs> but once again, I'm an old fart. But he's not. Um, I remember being a little kid watching the original Latin cartoon and just thinking it was the, it was the bee's knees, man. It was the shit. Um, watching the new Aladdin, um, the live action version, I felt nostalgic. I'll be honest. I was nostalgic. Uh, my kids were wore out that day. They went to school that day. We do our movie night on a Friday night and they went to school that day. So they've been up since 7 a.m. Uh, you know, they made it about an hour and a half into the movie. Me? Shit, my kids were sleeping, and I was sitting here glued to my fucking TV watching this movie. Giggling like a little fucking girl. And just enjoying myself as seeing this brought to life. Um, I thought it was cool. I know a lot of people have a lot of negative shit to say about it. A lot of a lot of people's negativities towards uh, Will Smith playing the genie. Um... But honestly, I I had fun watching it. I, I enjoyed it. It was a blast. So, so Putty, go ahead and try to shoot me down, and let's get an argument going. For starters, I want to go ahead and say I'm glad you all. I'm glad you had a good time watching it with your family, with your kids. Yeah, a- awesome. Glad to hear that. I'm glad that they they get to experience it. Uh, get to experience Aladdin now. Um, and when it comes to Will Smith, I'm not going to go in that argument of who was better, Will Smith or Robin Williams. Both were completely different. I'm assuming Will's was completely different genie than what Robin Williams played. Because just because I've I've never seen this new uh, Aladdin, but honestly, if you bring that up, I will say Robin Williams and Will Smith's genie were not as far apart as you'd believe they were. Then if that's the case, then I'm just going to give it to Robin Williams automatically. Even I though, mean, Robin Williams always win. Yeah. I felt like, I felt, and that's what made me really enjoy it even more, is I felt like Robin, uh, I felt like Will Smith's performance as the genie mm-hmm. was more of a, a tribute to Robin Williams. He didn't change a lot. He, he, he kept a lot of Robin Williams lines. He he kept a, he kept all the lyrics to the song, and he almost he didn't act like Will Smith through most of it. He actually acted like the genie you remember from the original. He didn't he didn't seem like he wanted to change the character, more like pay tribute to it. And that that's one thing that did give me a little respect. Okay, well then I'll get I'll give the movie that then. If okay. if they tried to give that role. 
Robin Williams is one of the most famous roles. Respect. Fine. Cool. I have a problem with movies like this. I have a problem with The New Lion King. I have a problem with Dumbo. I have a problem with the other movies that are going to be live action that are I coming Dumbo, out. So yeah, let's get this fight going. <laughs> I I like that they want to rebring these movies back out to light. I I respect that they want younger generations to see them. I have two problems, two big problems. Number one, they're just doing it because they can re-release these great stories and get more money off them and put them in live action. Uh huh. The second problem I have is that I feel like they are completely giving the finger to the 2D animated um, movies that got them famous in the first place. Just because of the day and age we live in. I can understand that. It's completely easy now, for Disney especially, to remake a movie that looks like it's realistic. Look at The Lion King. Look at the new Lion King. Animals don't talk! (laughs) And yet they looked... Like actual lions, like actual giraffes, like actual whatever Timon and Pumbaa are. Can't remember, don't want to remember right now. Anyways, going on, moving on. That's Warhog and um, the hell was Timon. Whatever the case. He's a goddamn prairie dog or some shit. Whatever, whatever the case. They look real. Now he was a meerkat. That's what he was. He's a meerkat. That's right. Yes, meerkat. Yeah, meerkat. Yeah. They don't, they look, they look real. But I don't care for it because it's already happened before. It the two D animated ones are so good. I can understand your point. Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. Why why fuck with something that was already great? Right. I get that point. I do. But let me let me just let me just throw in a little monkey wrench on this. Okay. I feel like a lot of the times movies were made animated and cartoon, whatever, however you want to say it, because we didn't have the CG and the ability to make it live action like people would want to and make it actually good. You know, back in the 90s, the the CG we have today is insanely awesome. Yes, Back in the 90s when, you know, the scripts for Aladdin or The Lion King were created, there was no way to, to CG that. It was it was sensible to make it a cartoon or, or animated. So I, I feel like I, I'm against you on this one because I, I feel like the reason these movies are being remade is because they're being remade the way that they wanted to do it originally but couldn't. Okay, I I get it. But if they were originally made for to be actual movies, mm-hmm. then why were they designed in like such right cartoon if, if ways? You, if you made Aladdin, if you if you tried to make a live action Aladdin in 1993, 
it would look like an episode of Xeno Warrior Princess. Well, that's because Aladdin was a 2D animated movie. Yeah. It was but I mean, the... how, how could you pull out a genie out of a fucking bottle back in the 90s and be a live action movie? When it comes to movies that actually have people in them, may not be as big of an issue. I'm also yeah. more talking about movies like Lion King and like uh, what are they going to do whenever Bambi is live action remade? Actually, I'm glad you bring that up. Because uh, before we started this podcast, I started looking through movie trailers. Mhm. And I'm sure you haven't seen this trailer yet cuz I didn't see it till today. And this is just going to get you cussing and talking shit. Um, they're actually doing a live-action remake of Lady and the Tramp. I, I knew about that already. and it's just, You know about that? Yeah, it's like, well, why don't we just do a live-action remake of Oliver and Company? What about, um, would... what about uh, Emperor's New Groove? I don't know if I'd watch that one. I didn't like the original. I liked uh, it. I, I really enjoyed look, Emperor's New Groove. Did you see they're doing a remake of, uh, what's, what's the Japanese one? Mulan. Mulan. They're actually doing a, a lot. Have you seen the live action trailer for that? I don't want to. No, dude. They have turned Mulan into a fucking Jet Li movie. It's martial arts out the ass and just complete fucking insanity. I, I want to see it. Well, that's cool that they're changing the premise of what Mulan was about based on the trailer. Yeah, I never. In the trailer I seen for the new Mulan, I didn't see a little red dragon at all, which kind of did piss me off. I've, I just, I don't like whenever, because it just, again, it just feels like they're killing 2D. They're 2D animated movies because they're putting them in live action now. They because are. Because they can. And I hate it because wh- why can't you show your kids a 2D animated movie? Is it because now, it's too childish? Now, I will tell you. Before me and my kids watched the remake of Aladdin on Friday, well, last Friday, I'd actually had them watch the original Aladdin like a year ago. Wait a minute. So you introduced them to Aladdin? Yes. A year ago. My daughter has an Aladdin, well, a Jasmine backpack before she ever even watched the new Aladdin movie. Did you say that they were, like, asleep or whatever during... Uh, they went to sleep about an hour, hour and a half into the new Aladdin, yes. But I forgot to bring up, and before I let you bury yourself, I'll go ahead and fix it before you do it. Oh, go ahead. I'm not burying myself. For the rest of the weekend, because, you know, my kids go to their mothers on Sunday. I keep them awake. She keeps them awake. Um, for Saturday and for Sunday... All my kids wanted to do was watch the new Aladdin. Like, all we did for two days after that was watch it, so they did get to catch up because they did fall asleep on Friday night. So they've watched the new Aladdin probably three or four times since then. Because it's the new thing that's on now. Well, also because my daughter really loves musicals, and this one was a big-ass musical. Yeah. My daughter loves to sing. so. So... The first showing of this new Aladdin, though. They've already seen it. Well, oh, they saw the cartoon. Yeah, which is basically the same thing. 
In fact, yeah. it is the same thing. It's just actually it's almost exactly the same thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's the point of this? Actually, the one thing I will give the new Aladdin credit for is I didn't have to listen to Gilbert Godfrey's loud ass mouth. But Gilbert Godfrey was good for him, for what he was doing, though. He was he was supposed he was to be good as he was good as Iago, the, yeah. the annoying parrot. Yeah. But I'd almost rather hear a bird say it than Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> I don't know, like. <laughs> now I will say I have not got to see the new Lion King. Uh, my sister did because when me and my sister were kids, dad took us to the theaters to watch the original animated Lion King. And it was just, it was the shit to us. So my sister made it a point that she was going to go watch the new one. And she was not disappointed when she came home. She said it was badass. Now, have I got to see that myself? No. Look, I understand going look watching it whenever you've seen the original for a nostalgia trip. Perfectly yeah. fine. You want to see it again with a new perspective, with a newer, fresh coat of paint. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. For kids, I don't understand. Like, why can't you just show them the first one? I do. Now yeah. I will say. Wait, so of- yeah, you you did show them the first one. So what's the point yeah. of this one? To keep them up to date. To keep them up to I date. Mean, keep them up to date by watching the old one again. To me, I you know me, buddy. I am a I'm I am actually a huge movie geek. Yeah. I love watching movies. Mm-hmm. I will watch movies that everybody told me suck. Yeah. And I will watch them just to tell you whether or not I agree. Mm-hmm. So, making, you know, well, I didn't make my kids. They were happy to watch it. Last year, we watched the original, uh, I think it was 1992, 1993, Aladdin with mm-hmm. Robin Williams. And they loved it. My daughter went out right after that and got a Jasmine backpack Good. for school. So, Friday, we watched the new one. And they were as psyched to watch it as they were the, the cartoon. You you got to think about when you appeal to kids, just got to give them what they want. And I get, and kids, I get that. And Disney's just, Disney's being a business. And if you're in business, you're in business to make money. No, I completely agree. It's a money thing. Doesn't mean I have yeah. to like it. No, you don't have to like it. But your, your curiosity I, may make you want to watch it. And if you watch it, then you've already gave them what they wanted. Yeah, and yeah, that's exactly right. I don't like it because it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But it also makes sense to me too because of course you'd want to remake them into live action movies. Yeah. Of course you would. You don't want to make... If you did a 3D version, a 3D animated version, it might get even more flack because it's still animated. But if you redo these classic 2D animated movies as like almost live action, live action movies, there's like, it's an extremely new coat of fresh paint. So I can understand it. But then I look at like story, like the paying attention to the story. It's the same fucking story. Yeah. They're not changing much. Now me, I'm one of those I'm one of those jackasses that usually when you say remake, I am I am not on board. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like the idea of a remake. 
Um, especially if it's a movie that was good the way it was. Right. But if I feel like if you can do a remake and and at least get close to what it was before or better, then sure, knock yourself out. Um, but one I will bring up that I was totally disappointed in, most people was, was the Ghostbusters remake. Yeah, you know. That made me want to slit my own wrist and watch myself bleed out on the floor. Okay, um, so let's go to the Dumbo one then, at least. Okay, I watched Dumbo, did you? What are you ta- which one are you talking about, the animated one or the new one? Because I don't think the new oh. one's out yet, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah it is. I'm new- sorry, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. The new yeah. one's been out yeah, for a while. Yeah, that's right, that's right. This one is not impressive. If it you can get, did you watch the new one? I, no, I've seen bits and pieces. I thought it was awesome. Now, but here, one here, thing I will say that that gives you—I don't know if it gives you credit or takes away from it—that mm-hmm. the new Dumbo remake, mm-hmm. I almost wouldn't even consider to be a remake. Mm-hmm. The new Dumbo was so different from the animated Dumbo. It felt like a completely different fucking story. But here's my point. So okay. you're talking about how you give them the same feeling as what they did back, um, as what they do now as kids. Yeah. I I wouldn't consider this like a movie that would do that, just because look when Dumbo was made. It was made in the 1940s. Is that, that the 40s? Yeah, yeah. I know it was a while back. Dude. You know how that a- crazy that would have been if you were a kid or you were even an adult and having a full-length movie like Dumbo come out? Remember, Snow White just came out in the early 30s. Yeah. So, especially with Dumbo and those older movies like then, like whenever they do Snow White, whenever they do Bambi, I hope they don't do Fantasia, but God knows that's probably a thing they're thinking about. Well, they already did Snow White. Don't don't yell at me. They did Snow White and the Huntsman. I know, but that that was different, wasn't it? A little bit. Yeah. It was it was a it was a flipped on the script, yeah. Which is what I'm saying with with Dumbo. Dumbo, the new Dumbo was. I will never call it a remake. It was it was a flip on the script, and it was a completely different fucking story. But you can't tell me that the new Dumbo will give someone the same feeling. As like someone when the 2D animated Dumbo came out in the 40s would. Can you? Me and my age, I would say no. But somebody that's never seen the original Dumbo, it probably made them feel the same way that we did watching the original Dumbo. I guess. Which is why I will kind of say that what Disney is doing is cool. Because those things that we loved growing up, like Dumbo, uh, like The Lion King, like Aladdin. Um, those are things that most kids nowadays don't even know what the hell that is. Which is so why by, Disney needs to go out and back. show them what they what it is. If they really want these kids to know what their 2D an- animated movies were, they should promote them. But no, they're trying to kill their, like I've been saying, they're killing their 2D animated stuff. It's been dead. What am I talking about? They don't have a 2D animated studio anymore. It's been dead. They Princess don't. and the Frog was the last one. 
Yeah, two D's dead. Two D's dead. I hate it. I hate. 2D. I hate. Actually, I say this all the time. Two D is dead, and Bugs Bunny is crying somewhere. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Three three D films, fine, whatever. But I think that's uh, the biggest issue I have is just how much they are just driving that nail in the coffin of good two D animated films. I fucking hate it. I feel like in a, I feel like we're in a generation. We're in a world now where two D is about dead. Um, and I mean, I understand why with, you know, with what they can do with CG now, nobody really wants to make 2D anymore. Yeah, but it's so much I, simpler with CG and everything now, though. Oh, yeah, it is. But I can say that I feel privileged and happy to know that I'm at least old enough to remember back when that shit was cool. Yeah, and I feel like that people eventually are just going to lose the respect for what the original movies came out and were like and were put together as, again, Dumbo in the 40s. Look how yeah. much time that must have taken for them to do that. Yeah. And this movie, this new Dumbo movie, was probably made in a few months, if that. Animated, animation probably took as long, so give or take six months to a year. It took years for the first Dumbo. And yeah, I, I mean, just... you gotta think, there's a big difference between animation was done then as to is how it is now. No, and I, animation I, I, I then just don't like took it. forever. Yeah. It took a lot of hard work. It took a lot of artistic ability to do that. And I just don't want these old films getting... Not so much cast aside because they're not, because they're getting remade. But, yeah. like, forgotten as what they originally were, where they originally came from. For the masterpieces that they truly are. Exactly. And they were masterpieces when they were 2D animations. So oh, yeah. Even if it is to your point that they wanted to take uh, these films that they couldn't do as, full, as um, actual real-life films or whatever, so they yeah. put them in 2D... That was still a lot of hard work putting them in 2D. And oh, yeah. Because of how simple it is now to put it to do CG for people that know how to do it, I just feel like that that's just more forgetting about how hardworking those people were to make those 2D animated films. And eventually it's just going to go poof. Never this there. This is where it gets into the moment that I really I, I, I hate to think about, but it is true. We are at a day and age where visually artistic, you know, people that draw, people that paint, mm -hmm. um, will eventually be forgotten because it is so easy to do in a day what it took an animator or an artist to draw in three months. And that's, I just. It's sad. It's sad and I just don't. I don't like it. I, I can like it. I can understand it. I can be fine with them going and doing it, I guess. I'm not really fine with it. I mean, to me, it's sad. I'm a visual artist. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't play an instrument. And I don't sing. I draw. And, yes, not many people. Well, many people can draw, but a lot of people can't. I but guess now, if you've got, you got a good computer and you've got a good program... You can make a full-length cartoon a lot quicker than I can. Yeah. 
So I mean, yes, it it does take away from from the beauty of art. Um, but it's it's just the day and age we live in. Unfortunately, I would I will agree with the unfortunately. But on the other end, it it allows filmmakers, uh, you know, and and actually still really gifted artists to even go farther ahead than than what others do. You know, I mean, like you look at uh, Ready Player One. Did you watch that? I haven't have yet to watch it. Ready Player One was just visually insane. It was it was awesome. So I mean at it does give our newer age artists a chance to, to shine. And, you know, going back to Aladdin, like I said, you know, I did watch that Friday with my kids. That movie felt like it had time. It felt like it had effort put into it. And it was enjoyable to me. I guess me overall, being... no matter what, as long as it's enjoyable to whether it be you or your kids or anybody that's watching it, as long yeah. as they still get that Disney feel... I guess yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, I will never forget the the time I heard Robin Williams sing "You'll Never Have a Friend Like Me." Yeah. In the original that, but Will Smith doing it, I had a blast watching him do it. It was they they actually. It seemed like like I told you before. It seemed like Will Smith with the character of Genie. He paid a lot of respect to Robin Williams and the character of the uh, of the Genie. And you know whether or not the other Disney remakes pay that same respect to the originals or not is still yet to be t- uh, determined. We can hope. We can hope. So yeah, that's take it and leave it, or take it and love it. That's Basically, yeah. So, before we move on to the advice portion of J-Bomb Putty Save the Planet, J-Bomb, what are some of the shows that are coming up this week? Weekend? Next week? Um, whatever. I, don't, I only got one, and since this is going up on Saturday, it will be tonight, if you're listening to it early enough. If not, shame on you for How not listening. How dare you? What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, you've already missed the show, you fuck is wrong with you how fucking uh, dare you yeah but anyway um saturday night um the 14th um it's at uh, the hideout in parkersburg um we're gonna have disarm the fallen which i've seen many many times fantastic man great band um and uh hangman's ghost which is actually our and when I say our, I mean Mount Arts Democracy. Oh, yeah. Uh, our uh, national president, Skinner's band, Hangman's Ghost. Very damn good band. Very good band. Um, but, yeah, they're going to be up in Parkersburg. Starts at 8 o'clock. Um, you know, if you're in Parkersburg, want to drop by the hideout, uh, definitely go check it out. Do it. Uh, it's going to be on Old Vision Street. So, yeah, uh you go by, check them out. Great music. I can promise you great music. Um, I've never been to the venue, so I can't speak for it. Um, I'm sure it's a good one. But, uh, yeah, definitely uh, great music going to be out there at the hideout in Parkersburg. Hashtag support local bands. Hashtag MAD is awesome. Woo! Woohoo! Mountain Arts Democracy. Yeah. 
So, to end up today's great podcast, another great show, J-Bomb. Good job. Awesome yeah, stuff. Yeah, we stretched it out a lot longer than I thought we would. Absolutely. I'm more tired now than what I was an hour and a half ago. No nap time yet, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, God, please. Come on. You narcoleptic bitch. Do uh, not fall before we get done with this. So, we're going to end up here with some advice. Um... <laughs> We didn't really have advice for a little bit, but then we saw something from my cousin. You know him as GIF if you listen to all things today. He was the nope. he was with us, our good buddy, my cousin Noah. Um, he posted something earlier that was rather intriguing, that apparently Trump wants the FDA to ban flavored e-cigarettes. So my... I I don't have really an opinion honestly just because I don't I don't think smoking or vaping is good but you know it's your choice your body you do whatever the fuck you want to do with it. Yeah. You want to drink? Go drink. Whatever. As long as you're of of age and can legally do it, whatever. Yeah. Just my advice is if you're going to do things like this, just be careful. All right? Be careful of the side effects that could happen from whatever. Be careful of what it might do to your body long term. Don't constantly puff cigarettes. Don't constantly suck in vape vapor fumes into your friggin' throat because God knows all that's going directly from your um, throat down to your lungs and just not can't be good. Same thing if you're smoking, but it's more smoke than it is the vapor. I don't know. Do you have Do you have Noah's post i have the article that he has pulled up here let me let me go back to his post here real quick so he went on a i'll i'll say that i mean i am a smoker i Mm. smoke cigarettes uh on the weekends i like to have my drink um i will say that anything is bad when it's used in excess Mm mm-hmm uh, moderation is key. Yes. Just like if you sit around all day eating bacon sandwiches, your cholesterol is going to go up. You're going to, you know, you're not going to have a good time. Uh, same with cigarettes. You smoke too many cigarettes, your lungs can't keep up and you will die. Um, same with these vapes. Uh, there's been a lot of vape deaths lately. Uh, I keep seeing it on the news, people dying from vapes. Um, you know, vapes are, are supposed to be a replacement for cigarettes. Um, I know one of those vape cartridges is supposed to be, what, two or three packs of cigarettes? Yeah, it's a lot. And a lot of people are doing these in a day or two days. Um, and and by the way, as, as Skinner pointed out when we talked about it a couple weeks ago, you're, you're inhaling vapor. Yeah is a liquid you know liquid turned into a vapor um that's still liquid and liquid doesn't ever really cooperate good with lungs no Uh, it causes you to do what most people call is drown yeah so yeah um so yeah it may be a healthier alternative to cigarettes but if you're abusing it you're gonna die just like the rest of them yeah so, yeah. So, you got that article pulled up? 
I do, and um, this is going to be the part in the podcast that might get cut off because I have not asked Noah yet if I can read his opinion on it, and I will ask throughout the week. So at this point, um, we're going to cut it off here, and we'll just go straight to the ending if we can't use it. But if we can, I'm just going to read what he says and then go a little bit into the article from the Huffington Post website. So what he says on here, because this is his opinion, all things are just of what he writes at this point are his opinion. Um, so the original thing is Trump wants FDA to ban flavored e-cigarettes. Noah posts, uh, let's not focus on the fact that 480,000 people die a year from cigarettes. Oh, or the fact that 88,000 die annually from alcohol related incidents. No, no. Let's focus on the fact that these kids were hitting Satan's flute. That the products these kids have been using weren't the ones that have been helping people quit traditionally proven to kill and cause cancer cigarettes for the past 15-20 years. The problem is those kids were in fact using illicit the thick to illicit the vaping cartridges created with vitamin E, a drug not meant to be inhaled due to its harmful effects on someone's lungs. Let's, in fact, focus on the flavors. Yes, that must be the problem. It's not the legal THC cartridges, no. It's the fact that those strawberry, blueberry, and cake flavors are only appealing to children, that that's uh, what drew them in. The flavors are the problem. The devil's power pipe is the reason for all of this. Hashtag vaping is the, pro- is it the problem. Ig- hashtag ignorances. Hashtag big... Tobacco co co's, I guess, big tobacco corporations, and then hashtag big pharma. Uh. The post or the article from HuffingtonPost.com. Uh, Trump wants FDA to ban flavored cigarettes. More than 450 people have been hospitalized for lung diseases associated with vaping and e-cigarettes. I'm just going to read a few paragraphs because I know that's not what most people. Actually, this article isn't that long. I could read the whole thing, but I'm not going to. You can read it. I'm just going to read the first couple paragraphs here. So, President Trump announced on Wednesday he wants the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, to consider taking flavored e-cigarette products off the market. Trump told reporters that very, very strong action. By the way, that's a Trump. That's a Trump. That's a Trump specialty to repeat himself. So there's the first thing. A very, very strong action may be needed to protect innocent children from potential risk. The FDA is still working on its final guidance on the issue. His announcement comes amid a mysterious outbreak of illnesses associated with people using vape pens and e-cigarettes for marijuana and nicotine. In recent weeks, more than 450 people have been hospitalized for lung diseases, often accompanied by shortness of breath, coughing, chest pain, fatigue, vomiting, and fevers. Now, I did make fun of Trump there just because I find it funny whenever he makes announcements that he repeats himself. With that being said, <laughs> I can never be fully serious, J-Bomb. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got to be a dickhead to say I voted for Trump. Yeah, it's all but right. Anyway. It's <laughs> all right. It's all right. I mean, I voted for the person that wanted the recount of the votes, so... I I can't really. I didn't vote for Hillary. That's not who I'm talking about. Good. Okay. Well, then you're okay with me. (laughs) I I didn't vote for Hillary. I voted for someone. Um. 
can't remember her name. Yeah, but she wanted a recount of the votes because she didn't want Trump in there. I'm just like, you're stupid too. You've done lost. It's over. <laughs> you but lost yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, there is an outbreak, but he's pointing it on flavored e-cigarettes. What? I, I don't understand this argument. Um, if you want to vape, vape. If you want yeah. to smoke cigarette, cigarettes. You want to drink alcohol, drink alcohol. You want to be a dumbass and do meth, do meth, whatever. Uh, now, well, uh, now I wouldn't say do meth. I mean, it's your body, <laughs> your choice, but don't be a dumbass. I fall into the when it comes to political stuff. I fall into libertarian, yeah. which is I feel like you can go do what you want to do, but you should be smart enough to know not to do certain. Right, I agree um, with that. You know, so, I mean, everything has its consequence. Like I said, you want to sit around and eat bacon sandwiches every day. Mm-hmm. You can you you can't sit around and bitch about your cholesterol and your blood sugar and all that shit. You know, everything has its consequence. I would say, as a smoker, as somebody that likes to drink, you know, when I when I want to, uh, I would say use in moderation. Mm-hmm. I. Like I said, I, I feel like these these deaths that are caused by vapes are from people that don't realize what they're doing. I agree they, with that. In their, mind, in their mind, they're being told, well, vapes are not cigarettes, so they're safer. They're not. So don't sit around every day, every two and a half minutes, you're hitting your vape with a big-ass cloud. Mm-hmm. And, and puffing out these big old circles and making jellyfish or whatever the fuck you're doing. It's still a dangerous product. Yes. There's still nicotine in them. There's still nicotine in it. There's still dangerous chemicals that are in these vapes. And you need to at least be smart enough as a human to know that moderation. And I'll even say what Trump said here, even though, again, like you were, even though he repeat, repeated himself... There is still an, a, a potential risk that people that are innocent, he said innocent children, that they could be affected by it because you're doing it. Now, not so much with vape. I'm talking more of like smoking and secondhand smoke. Yeah. But it's it's still like it's a potential. Just do it. Just be safe with it. Do it in moderation. Yeah, I mean this you falls back into what do we it. talked about. This falls back into what we talked about a couple of weeks ago when we talked about uh, changing the age for for purchasing cigarettes. Yeah, and tobacco. I mean, this falls into the same group. I mean these these vapes and stuff are supposed to be sold to people of legal age to purchase them. Once you're of that age, you should be smart enough to know what you can and cannot do. Right. So you get this thing, and you've already been told a hundred times that, you know, it is safer than smoking, but it can still kill you. That means you might want to take it easy on on it, you know? You are bringing that risk up higher the more that you do it consistently. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like they used to say, uh, for every pack of cigarettes you smoke, you lose this many years on your life. It's the same with these vapes. As much as, you know, you vape this much, 
you're going to die this much sooner. Yeah. And and these warnings have been given to the people that purchased them. I'm a smoker. I smoke I smoke a pack of Marlboro Reds a day. And I see that warning on the side of that pack every fucking day. I know that me smoking these cigarettes may kill me quicker. I'm aware of this. The same with these people that buy these vapes. These vapes have warnings on the side of them that say they contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical, and, you know, will lower your life expectancy. It gets to the point where, you know what, you're a grown-ass person, and you know what the consequences are. You do them, then you do them. Right. If they end up killing you, you can't blame nobody. You were warned. You know what I'm saying? Right. I completely agree. You were given a heads up. Ain't nobody told you that this shit would make you, you know, superhuman. You know, I ain't ever bought a pack of cigarettes that said, you know, upon purchasing a pack of cigarettes and smoking them, you may become Superman. Mm -hmm. I was given a heads up on what may happen. Just so, yeah, back at our advice, our advice portion is habits. Habits. Yeah. Use them in moderation because they're fun. Mm-hmm. Don't Be- use them in excess because they'll kill you. Because they can release stress in cases. Yeah. But don't do it because they will kill you. Exactly. Yeah. They may be fun while you do them, but guess what? They're killing you while you're doing them. They may relax you and make you feel good, but they will fucking kill you. Yeah, exactly. That cigarette may make your day better, but in 20 years, you may be laying in a hospital bed dying of lung cancer. That vape might make you look cool, and you can do so many different tricks with the, with clouds there coming out of your mouth or your nose yeah. or whatever hole. Yeah. But you'll probably end up six feet under. Before you're 50. Yeah. You can make a jellyfish out of that vape. That's really cool. But in about 10 years, you may be swimming with the fishes. You might you be know? able to smoke an entire pack of cigarettes within an hour. Yeah. But they'll be laying your ashes to sea. Yeah, exactly. You may drink that bottle of wild turkey, but in 10, 15 years, you may become turkey fertilizer and feed all the plants that they're going to eat on, you know? <laughs> you go ahead and drink that Jack Daniels. I don't have a good one. All right, this bit's <laughs> over. Actually, I was really kind of hoping you had something for that one. I was really trying, man. I was trying, but I was like, I'm not confident enough to say exactly. So bit's over. I'm done with it. I, just... I, already, got, I already got one for you. Do one you more, and drink... then let's wrap up. You may drink that Jack Daniels. Uh-huh. But then you may be buried by a guy named Jack Daniels. <laughs> That's the best I can do. Get a lawyer. Sue me. You won't get much. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you mean that bug-killing bug paycheck is not big? Come on now. Uh, it is with other companies. But the one I work for, no, that check ain't good at all. Uh, that was the episode, for- everybody. Thank you all for listening. J-Bomb, send yes, us sir. out. Do your thing, big boy. 
I, I will do my thing. Uh, but anyway, everybody, thanks for checking us out. Um, I hope you enjoyed me and Putty ranting and raving for what we did. And honestly, I'm shocked we, we lasted this long. It's a normal uh, episode of the podcast. Yeah, normal episode of the podcast, but it was just J-Bomb and Putty, and we had a blast on it. I can tell how long we've went because I'm sweating my balls off. I'm sweating like hell, too. Yeah. I turned my air off, <laughs> so the the fan wasn't blowing on my microphone, and I'm sweating like a whore in church. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. So, anyway, guys, thank you all for listening. Um, one more reminder, if you're in the Parkersburg area today, when this goes up on Saturday, uh, go out and check out this Arm of the Fall and Hang Men's Ghost. Um, you'll have a great Saturday night if you do. Um, but anyway, uh, this was J-Bomb and Putty, and we like to save the planet any way we can. Um, Putty, you want to tell everybody good night? Everybody good night. <laughs> that's, that's what I like about him. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm J-Bomb. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank and you. as always, everybody, stay metal. <laughs>